This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. And thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SHAWN. If you want to be a part of the program, we'll get to this in a minute. Uh, this, what is this now, the third major, you know, spill chemical issue that is has taken place in the country? This one out of Arizona, a highway uh, had to close down after nitric acid leaks from a, a tanker truck crash that took place there, and residents within a half mile... Uh, 800 meters were ordered to leave, and those within uh, 1.6, well, actually within a mile, were were told to uh, shelter in place for several hours after liquid nitric acid was determined to be leaking from the tanker. Uh, This happening on a stretch of uh, uh, I-10 southeast of downtown uh, Tucson. Shelter in place order was lifted on Tuesday night, but those who have already been evacuated will remain evacuated. The truck driver was killed, sadly, in, in this particular accident. The agency warned the motorists in the area to anticipate impacts on their morning commute. There'll be an extended closure. And, you know, here we go again. You know, we still don't have, we, we don't have any answers as to what has happened in Palestine, Ohio, uh, or how dangerous this may be, or what the long-term impact may be. And you know what the strange thing is? Not a word from the climate alarmist religious cultists. Why not? You know, where are their voices in this? And if you think that story is strange, now get this. Now, you might remember the only thing we heard from Joe Biden, he didn't think it was a major breach that the communist Chinese sent over a spy balloon that flew over Alaskan airspace uh, down the western coast of Canada into Idaho across, you know, the United States into Montana uh, over our ICBM silo missile sites there, uh, down to Kansas, down to Missouri, up to Kentucky, out through the Carolinas, uh, and they didn't take any of it out. And it makes no sense at all whatsoever. Now, Now, remember, we originally were told that they didn't know about it right away. Now they're saying, oh, no, we knew about this balloon before it ever arrived over Alaskan airspace. Well, if that's the case, as it was making its approach to Alaska airspace, why didn't they shoot it down then? Now, their excuse for letting it fly for all those days in a row all the way across the continental United States was, well, uh, we didn't want to shoot it over uh, population areas, really, because then the next three objects of which they can't give a name to, our, our Air Force shoots down three other objects, four objects in eight days, three of the four items, they don't even know where they came from. They don't even know what they were. All they knew is they shot them down. Shot what down? Nobody can give us an answer what they actually shot down. 
How does that make sense to anybody? You just, oh, here's an object in the sky. Let's send up the military and fire a $400,000 missile and shoot down something we can't even put a name to or identify. Because that doesn't make sense at all. And I'm not believing a word that any, anybody at this point is saying. Now, Joe Biden was the first to say that he didn't consider it a major breach. Uh, now your giggling genius vice president, Kamala Harris, is echoing Joe's position on the China spy balloon fiasco, saying uh, to Politico that it was no big deal. Washington Times reports when asked whether the Chinese surveillance overflight of the U.S. earlier this month should have should have an impact on diplomacy between the two global heavyweights. The vice president told the outlet, I don't think so. No. And then she adds that the U.S. seeks competition, but not conflict or confrontation with Beijing in keeping what, what President Biden stated approach before the surveillance balloon saga began. Quote, everything that has happened in the last week and a half is, we believe, very consistent with our stated approach, she said. Her remarks sparking outrage at the National Republican Congressional Committee, which is now demanding the vice president be barred from leading the U.S. envoy to the Munich Security Conference this week after, you know, after asserting this, unless House Democrats agree with Kamala Harris's coddling approach to China, they've got to demand that she cancel her plans to Munich as she clearly doesn't have the backbone to stand up to America's adversaries. I mean, this is nuts. There's, there's something going on here that it, we're not being told the truth. That's that, that I can tell you because they don't even know. Why would we fire at objects that we haven't even identified what they are, but take them out of the, or have our Air Force take them out of the sky? By the way, in, in a couple of cases, overpopulated areas, which they said they never would do, which was the excuse for allowing the first spy balloon to make its way all the way across the entire country. You know, so we've got Joe Biden's, you know, disastrous first decision not to shoot down the first Chinese spy balloon. Now they're saying that they they saw it beforehand. Well, if you saw it beforehand, why didn't you take it down beforehand? Anyway, so it's now metastasized into a, a national security disaster as well as a political nightmare. And nobody's answering any questions at all whatsoever. And then to compensate for the blunder, Biden now apparently is adopting a shoot first, ask questions later policy, even if the nature of the targeted object remains completely unknown. And if you think it can't get any more absurd, now they're telling us, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Now they're telling us, uh, but we were very confident that the other three objects of which they don't know what the objects are, are not from China. Okay, tell me how you get to that point. So the pilots of the F-16 Falcons from the Wisconsin Air National Guard that were scrambled to intercept the object over Lake uh, Huron last week, uh, but were hampered in identifying it because of the, quote, glare of the sun. Quote, I, I really wouldn't call it a balloon. I don't know what I, I, I can see it outside of my eyes. One of the pilots is saying in the cockpit recorded by uh, and obtained and, and repeated in the media, you know, it looks like something that looks like there's some kind of object that is distended in the air. It's hard to tell. It's pretty small. This is the pilot before the shoot down of an object that he can't even identify. He says, pointing out that the glare in the cockpit is making it difficult to get a good look at, at what it is they're about to shoot. He then says, I've got tone 
indicating that he has a missile lock on the object, but he can't see it through the cockpit. And then one of the pilot, pilots adds, well, he can't tell whether it's it's metallic or what. I can see lines coming down below, but I can't see anything below it before confirming that the object was definitely smaller than a car. And one of the pilots, if he comes at it from at, at, at the object from the north, now is saying it's kind of blackish. I'm going to call it like a container. Can't really tell you, though, what shape it is. They don't even know what shape it is. They don't know what size it is. They don't, they don't know yet. The size of it would be challenging if it was so small. I can't see it because it's, it's so close, one of the pilots says, indicating that he was worried about a possible collision because of the plane's proximity to the object. Then another pilot says, well, I'm going to call it a balloon. You can definitely see strings hanging down below it, but I don't see anything more. Quote, it's pretty small. I don't know about the size of, you know, like a four-wheeler or something. So one of the Air Force's F-16 jets missed in their first shot of the object over Lake Huron before the second side, uh, Sidewinder missile struck the target. Um, by the way, I'm not being critical at all of the pilots. They, they're sent on a mission to discover what it is that's up there, and they're told to shoot it out of the sky. That's their job. They don't have the luxury of, of, of debating, you know, with the commander-in-chief as to whether or not they can shoot this thing down or not. And if you think it doesn't get any more absurd than both Kamala Harris now saying, I don't think it's a big deal, and Joe Biden saying it's not a major breach, if you, if you think it doesn't get worse than that, it does. Because now China showing no regret for their unprecedented decision to send the spy balloon to surveil our entire nuclear missile silos in America's heartland, they're now threatening to retaliate against us because we dared to interrupt their spy mission. Fox News reports the People of Republic of China threatening uh, t- today to take action against U.S. agencies responsible for destroying and recovering their surveillance balloon. They're mad at us. Oh, okay. We'll just start sending a bunch of balloons over their airspace, see how they like it, see how they react, see how they respond. They freak out if we even send, you know, a, a, a single politician to Taiwan and, and threaten to even take out of the sky American politicians that are visiting our ally, Taiwan. Anyway, China firmly opposes this. will take countermeasures in accordance with the law against the relevant U.S. entities that undermine China's sovereignty and security. And here's the other worst part of this is when Secretary of Defense Austin reached out to his counterpart in China, they wouldn't take the call. Now, this, this is where it gets more bizarre. Now, this came from the Washington Post. So what does my first instinct tell me? That it was probably leaked to the Washington Post. And they're reporting by the time the Chinese spy balloon crossed into the American airspace late last month, now they're saying the U.S. military and intelligence agencies had been tracking it for nearly a week, and they watched as it lifted off from its home base uh, near China's south coast. So if they were watching it from the beginning and watching it head right towards Alaska uh, and when it was just about to get over Alaskan airspace, they had an opportunity to take it out before they got any intelligence. It goes on to say U.S. monitors watched the balloons settled into the flight path that would appear to have taken it over the U.S. territory of Guam. But somewhere along that easterly route, the craft took an unexpected northern turn according to several U.S. officials who said analysts are now examining the possibility that China didn't intend. So they're making excuses for China. 
Well, if they knew that it was coming, why didn't they stop it? The balloon floated over Alaska, you know, thousands of miles away from Guam, then drifted over Canada and and headed south down the west coast of, of Canada where uh, they're, they're even making excuses where, quote, it encountered strong winds that appear to have pushed the balloon south into the continental United States. I'm not buying any of this. There's no way this flight pattern was was just randomly based on wind currents. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, so the balloon, but this is what they're saying. Just like they came up with the initial, well, we've been able to piece together that years ago when Donald Trump was president, there were spy balloons then too. And, uh, but only for short durations of time. No evidence whatsoever to back up this claim and not a single person in the Trump administration ever had heard a single thing about a spy balloon at the time. You know, Gordon Chang, who's who's an expert on China, he has a pretty chilling article in the New York Post today. Make no mistake, China's incursions into our airspace looks like a prelude to an attack. He said this balloon we shot down lingered over Maelstrom Air Force Base, the site of approximately a third of America's land-based intercontinental ballistic missiles. The balloon then flew north or flew near the F.E. Warren uh, Air Force bases, and, and which houses the remainder of America's Minutemen three wings. The balloon passed over the Whitman Air Force Base, home to nuclear-capable B-2 bombers and our B-2 bomber fleet and uh, other Air Force headquarters, strategic command, and control centers. Now, nobody seems to be paying attention to the fact that the communist Chinese also are buying up all this ranch land and all this farmland and all this land near military installations. And we're letting them do it. Does that make any sense? Not a word from Joe, not a question from the media. Not one. Sounds pretty dangerous to me.